Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by male and racial best friend duo, uh, AB. Yes, sir. How's it going? Do you have any clue why the greatest seasons ever included the Nick. most average season of all time, the most forgettable <laughs> season? Not forgettable, <laughs> one that, but One that average. just happened. Four years ago. Not even. Three and a half. Do you understand why? For the life of me, I can't explain it, Rim. Yeah. He's, uh, he's one of the most hated... But didn't have really that noteworthy of a season. <laughs> no, the season was not. I suppose there was Corinne. That was good. But it wasn't. There was nothing like Jason Mesnick's season had the unbelievable after the final rose. Mm-hmm. This was just a very vanilla I think season. Nick Vile is just the most available for a full Zoom call. I, I, f- I figured we'd see everybody from this season back, and we didn't. We didn't see Rachel. We didn't. Some weren't even mentioned, but... I think Rachel's done with... She said on another podcast she thinks she's done with it. She's done all she can do to push the franchise forward. Now she's passing it on to other people. That's what she said on... Okay. Uh can't remember the name of my favorite podcast. I <laughs> 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 love this podcast with Van Lathan. Um... Anyway, we're already off the rails. It just was not that memorable of a season. I rewatched it. I don't know if wow. there was ever a time when I <laughs> should rewatch a season. Can't it was believe this season. you rewatched that. I did. Not much memorable happened. And that's why I'm concerned about our recap right now because I got nothing juicy to well, Of course, you know, I always not. have we nuggets. Just, yeah. I I remember this season. So this was a refresher. Yeah. It reminded me of stuff that happened, and I remember stuff they didn't show, but it, it was so recent. I remember this season like it was yesterday. I'm just concerned that the good news is these GOAT episodes are almost over. We have one more. There's light at the end oh, of the tunnel. Oh, there's just one more? There's just one more, and it's Juan Pablo's next week. And, and then, then I believe it's over. There's like three weeks until Bachelorette. So the the big news this week is the Bachelorette has a premiere date. And it's October 18th. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, more than three. So like five weeks, yeah. six weeks maybe from. Is it the 19th? Monday the 19th? Is it premiering on a Sunday? What's listen, going on man, here? Listen, I don't 
Tuesday, October 13th. It's on Tuesdays this, this season. And I don't remember why. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. October 13th <laughs> is the, it's going to be on Tuesdays. All the promos have said Tuesdays. So that's the light at the end of the tunnel. One more GOAT episode. Do you have any comments about that premiere day and the fact that they have not acknowledged the spoiler that we talked about a couple weeks ago that we are still yeah. pretending people don't know? Are they? Is that what they're doing? Is that what they're going to do here? I mean, I think a so. couple things happened in this episode that made me think that they're just going to act like we're all idiots. I think that's their plan. Number one, pure Claire promos. Like, yes. it's going to be a normal Bachelorette season. Like, we don't know what happened. Number two, they bring Taisha on. Don't acknowledge it. Spoiler Like, alert. we don't yes. all know that. Too. Yes. Yes. So they're just going to act like we're idiots here. I think that's the plan. <laughs> okay. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. Two things. One, they recorded these this GOAT episode weeks ago. Because remember, Chris dropped his son off at college. They didn't acknowledge that Vanessa is recently engaged. This was this was in the can, as they say in the biz. Okay. So this was before... So it was before... Yeah, I'm just going to have to bleep that out because it's a bit at this point, but it was before... <laughs> okay. And um, I suppose the other thing is you got to remember that the vast majority of Bachelor viewers are not extremely online fans. But at the same time, it's like, God, this was front. This was you, you go to the mainstream the grocery news. store. Yeah. You go to the checkout and you're seeing. I don't know. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. If they weren't doing it, they would have acknowledged it by now. And they haven't. So they're going to they're going all the way. Which is surprising. They and never I think had dumb. an official press release that. No. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. Okay. Amer it's it's the worst kept secret. It reminds me of when um, spoiler alert when Jon Snow came back to life, and everyone knew for like months that Jon Snow was obviously going to come back. He wasn't really dead. It was like in between seasons. I was, and they yeah. Anyway, uh, we should mention one thing, Ab, that I meant to intended to mention at the top a couple weeks ago on our last show. We talked about a storm that came through our hometown, and we included some info in the episode descriptions. Posted some stuff on social media, mm -hmm. and. Just want to sincerely thank all the people. A lot of people donated to these organizations that we highlighted. And we very, it means a lot to us, sincerely. Absolutely. So m most people have power by now. It's been, gosh, almost a month, three weeks. Some people still don't have internet access. But my those, mom just got internet. You're okay. Last week. Those places made a big difference for a lot of people who really need it. There were a lot more people. There were a lot of people hurting a lot worse than, thankfully, our families were. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anything else, A.B., before we get into this GOAT episode? No, you said it perfectly. I want to, at the end, we have a couple things to talk about. A little carrot at the... Ooh. A little, what do you say? L um, Whatever, carrot. I want to talk about Big Brother. I'm, I watch Big Brother now, thanks to you. We're Big Brother, guys. Yep. Uh, I want to talk, I want to tell you about Love Island. I'm watching Love Island. Okay. We are not recapping Love Island on a separate podcast feed like we did last season, partially because of Big Brother, partially because of the NBA playoffs, but I do want to talk about them a little bit at the end of the episode. 
anything else they'd be. I'm excited. Let's get into the. This, okay. Let's fly through this episode so we can get to the stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like end. you're not excited. I'm not excited <laughs> to talk about this. Nick Vile. No, I'm excited about the stuff you have to tell me at the end. Not and that's why I mentioned it. I yeah. want to talk about Big Brother, so let's just do what we have to do to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Nick's season of The Bachelor, like we mentioned, three and a half years ago, the most controversial pick in Bachelor history, Nick was. This was the very first season covered by this feed, the Rosecast. People forget that. Um, Is that true? That's I true. I feel like that's not true. It's absolutely oh, true. From the Rosecast From feed the Rosecast, Before yes. we did them on the Rimcast feed. Yes, the podcast from when it was the Rimcast, we talked about Ben and JoJo, and we said, we got something here. We need to separate it, <laughs> which, we, <laughs> we, which separate we did. It. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't care about The Bachelor. Loyal listeners of our show did not care about The Bachelor. It. You, had you had to, to separate, separate it, period. It had to be done. So this was the first one. I remember at the time, we were extremely hard on Nick. Do you remember that yourself? Very yeah, hard. We, yes, absolutely. Has your opinion of him changed, or do you feel like... Did this change it, the memory refresh of last night? My opinion has definitely changed of Nick, but it had nothing to do with this. I think it's more so his podcast and social media mm. presence since his season. I have grown to like his brand of... Uh, I wouldn't say comedy. He's not really that funny, he's but he's sarcastic. sarcastic yeah. yeah, his sarcasm and his the way I, I've liked I've liked some of the stuff he's done. Um, so I've definitely I'm a fan of Nick at this point. I'd I say. think he's way more self aware too than he was at the time. Yeah, he's self deprecating a little bit. Uh, you also have to remember in retrospect, since then, who have our bachelors been? We've had Ari, Ari and Peter, and Colton. <laughs> And Colton, I I still put Colton ahead of Nick in terms of. I don't know why on we the said show, Colton Bachelor. like that. Colton was fine. You said it like it was. I don't know why I the said it like said that. that. I didn't like you said that. <laughs> that was unnecessary. I liked Colton at the time, and I still like him. Nothing's changed. But for the last four Bachelors, Nick is number two, clear cut number two. I yeah. think. And we were coming fresh off of Ben season, who took it so seriously, asked all the sincere right questions. Meanwhile, Nick is refuses to move to where his potential partners live do you happen to remember any idea who the other bachelor options were at that time because this was going so he went on bachelor in paradise and kind of did a image rehab and that's when it became a possibility that he could become the bachelor i don't remember who else was so it would have been jojo's season who got second on jojo's season we just watched robbie hayes and then chase and then Luke, I think Luke Pell was the one. Luke, that's the yeah. guy. Yep. And that's it. James Taylor also from that season. There mm-hmm. weren't a lot of great fresh options. It was Luke. Luke was the other option. That's who yeah. we wanted. Yeah. I didn't watch that Paradise season, so I didn't see his image rehab. He was fresh to me when we first got on this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nick intro on the GOAT episode, he got second on both Andy and Caitlin's seasons. He was serious with Jen was the woman he was involved with on Bachelor in Paradise. I assume he broke up with her because he knew just, he was coming on the uh, yeah. show. Like I just Colton want to put a reminder Tia. out here to you, Rim. I've, I bet you don't remember this. But from the, the goat season uh, information they provided you, they made it seem like he was heartbroken in, Bat- in Paradise. Okay, he said, no, he said that on the show. He goes, I've yeah. had my heart broken three times. It's like, no, that's not what no, happened. No, 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 no. That's not what happened in Paradise. What happened was he did an image rehab. He found, I can't even, what was her name? Jen, was it Jen? Saviano. Yes. Great girl. Yeah. Uh, they fell in love. He liked, I think he really liked her. 
And then he was given the opportunity to be the bachelor in the middle of filming Bachelor in Paradise. And he basically ha- was forced to break up with her. Okay. And that's why he was crying. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> he, she didn't break up with him. Don't get it twisted. He broke up with her because he had an opportunity of a lifetime. Now I cannot, I don't, I don't blame him, but no. don't act like you had a heartbreak <laughs> in paradise. <laughs> They kept saying fourth time's a charm, and it's like, well, the third time was actually the charm, worked. and you, you, you shattered the charm. You took the charm out of his hand and stomped on it on the ground and said, now it's your fourth Jed time. might have been, they could be happily ever after right now if, yeah. if, it, if it wasn't for the Bachelor season. And I wish they were, because that would have given us a different <laughs> season of this. <laughs> we're being too hard again. This was a lo- the main takeaway here, AB, three and a half years removed, absolutely loaded loaded cast i compared it to the 1996 nba draft and i went so far as to individually make comparisons if you want to do that later if you I want another like to see, <laughs> I, okay. I would like to know that i feel like uh, none of our listeners will care but yes loaded this was a cast that you will feel the effects of for years and years and years to come okay rem <laughs> this every part of the bachelor family and every season since them has been filled with these people yeah, I think that's for a couple reasons. One, it was a great cast. Great cast. Two, it was on the upswing of, it was in the prime of people going on the show with intentions of building their online brand, influencers, yeah. what have you, but the audience wasn't as aware of that yet, so it wasn't as naked that that's what was happening. So you just have a bunch of people who made it in that respect and have stayed relevant for a long time, in addition to the Rachels and what have you, who became yeah. leads and stars on other shows in the franchise. I mean, there's like 10 people that are very relevant to this day with the Bachelor Nation audience. Angela from Clay and Angela on yeah. Paradise went home on night one. Didn't get a rose. She, she was barely shown on this thing. I Maybe, a, you know, a glimpse of her. And she's... She went she's, home on night one. Yeah. She's someone Astrid? to this friendship. Astrid? Astrid was chilling back there. I saw you back there, Astrid. Astrid <laughs> was I saw on you. There. I saw you. Barely on the show itself. Jasmine. Through. Jasmine's Jasmine. a big name. She's still a big name. They cut to Daniel M. Daniel uh, Malpe, yes. Superstar she, in the reality world now. Superstar. <laughs> I mean, they barely even showed half of them. You had scallop fingers there. What's her name? Kristen. Totally forgot about that. Yep, she's in there. Big cast. Big, big cast. Big cast. And that's not even getting into the big, the actual big names, Rachel, Christina, Corinne, uh, other Daniel, Danielle, I mean, um, yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa, the winner. <laughs> I mean, Alexis, come on. Alexis, Raven, haven't loaded. mentioned Raven yet. Raven, haven't mentioned Raven. Incredible. All right. So far, wow. bad recap of what actually happened on the show. Uh, anything on the limo entrances? I have here, Rachel had a great one on one time. She got the first impression rose on night one. Nope. Alexa said the shark costume that she insisted was a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Nothing from the actual goat episode you want to talk about? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. Anything on the Alexa Zoom? No, of course okay. not. There was All nothing right. there. <laughs> she still has the costume. The dolphin <laughs> call was good. She has a good dolphin call. We should acknowledge that. Okay, moving right along then. The group date. The first group date was the wedding photo shoot where Corinne took her top off. Yeah. Which was not as scandalous Crazy. as I feel like it should have been. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. In front of everyone. Five feet away from everyone else. Perfect. Nick was had her had her had her chest cupped in his hands. 
five feet away from his other ten girlfriends. Okay, just to set he the scene. He didn't want to do it. He didn't no, want to do it. it. He was uncomfortable. Upon him. <laughs> but he did it, and <laughs> it was facing. <laughs> it wasn't often that everybody. It was no, it's facing everybody. It was a. It was quite. That was that told you what kind of season it was going to be. It wasn't going to be like Ben's. Can you imagine Ben Higgins <laughs> participating in that? No, no, absolutely not. No, no. Uh, I wrote down here a lot of iconic dates in this season. Rim, tell me about it. That I will always remember. This one, the the wedding photos. That's an iconic date for multiple reasons, but Corinne mostly. Uh, it's a fun date. It's a good date. Rachel's New Orleans date. You can probably, they didn't even really show that, but that, that was, was one date. of our favorite dates yeah. at the time because of how live it was. That shit was fun <laughs> in New Orleans. They were having fun Bourbon down there. Street. Uh, you had the farm date where everybody, yes. every single person was out of their element. That was a good Especially one. Especially <laughs> Nick. That's and three Corinne. iconic dates. Corinne right was there. a gift machine and she said a lot of, she had a lot of great lines on that date. Yep. It's great. great dates. Things great they dates. did. Dates they didn't show. Backstreet Boys date. Oh, there was a Backstreet Boys date. Danielle and Nick. Wow, got to dance Forgot on stage and that. be serenaded by the Backstreet Boys. Iconic dates. Anyway, Corinne really established her character was established early with that great move. villain. Uh, Christina segment. One thing I noticed upon rewatch, barely in the first. Several episodes was Christina barely at all. Not involved in any of the conflicts. Mm-hmm. Her backstory that came out on her one-on-one date. She really. You want to talk about exploding onto the scene, going from a non-contender to the favorite. If we go back and listen to those episodes, probably. She grew up poor in Russia, left home at six years old. Like adopted. it's not. You can't even fathom. She said she got kicked out of her house. At five. Yeah. Like, what do you do when you're five and you get kicked out of your house? That'd be like kicking yeah. my daughter, Izzy, out of the house right now. Where would she go? She wouldn't know where to go. Unimaginable. <laughs> where Unimaginable. would she go? Where would she go? Yeah. But Christina wasn't having it anymore. She wasn't she putting handled up. She's it. Like, she handled it. Yeah. I'm out. Um, she went to an orphanage and was later adopted and came to the United States. The great line. One of the great lines in Bachelor history. Was if, if you, someone told her that if. You stay in Russia, it will be like living life in black and white. And if you go to the United States, it's color. Wow. What a line. That's like a what Dickens. What a line. What a line. <laughs> what a line. Uh, anything else in this segment? It ended with Chris going, well, anyway, Christina and Nick weren't meant to be. She cried when she left. <laughs> and then they did a Zoom. Uh, Any other comments on the Christina? Christina's got one of the great stories in the series, but I think she she would have been the Bachelorette. If she if she was on any other season of this show, I think she's the bachelor. She would have been a bachelorette. That story you can't top that. I think I think there's still a chance she could be the bachelorette at some point in her life. Honestly, yeah, I think you. I remember you saying that at the time. We might have even been expecting it. I think Rachel was the favorite, but for obvious reasons, we were not. Yeah, firmly predicting that. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I could be making this all up. Um. Do you have anything on our Zoom segment? No. These Zoom Come segments. On, say something with the Zoom. There's nothing with the Zooms. This is Rim and AB with like, 
This is senioritis Rim and AB. Been here before. We're at the end of a season that it wasn't fun to talk about these goats. Not next season, the goat no, episodes. It's not and that. I'm tired of it. I don't want to talk about Zoom calls. It's not that. It's the it's that some of these Zoom calls are fine from the older seasons. I know yes. what Christina's up to. I know what I follow them on <laughs> yeah. Instagram. Like I don't yeah. need this Zoom. Yeah. I know what yeah. Alexis life is, is not up drastically to. different. I know exactly yeah. what they're doing. I don't. And Chris isn't a good interviewer. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> okay. Um, so no, I don't have anything on the Zoom from Christina. I know more about her than Chris does. Obviously, it was good that this season was so recent that he couldn't call in children and take credit for their existence. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. That was an I aspect. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to remind you about the Christina breakup which they referenced in the zoom but didn't show which another my other issue with the zooms is that they eat up time you could be be showing showing interesting things yeah (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) you know it's like 40 minutes of these episodes or zoom calls let me let me try to remember let me see if i can can tell you what happened nick you were very upset broke up with her for no reason yeah this no she had no reason to do it he gave her no reason uh he was big on that. Was it where was was it at her hometown? No, they were in the. She didn't make it to hometowns. Oh, they were in. Uh, she was a fifth. She got fifth place. Okay. They were in the Caribbean. Forgot which island. Very close to Miami, I believe. Did he just Bimini. show up at the house? I, I yes, showed up at the house unannounced and broke up with her. Side broke up with her. She was upset, and you were even more upset. Because I, your your issue was that Nick, at any time, you basically have to live on edge because at any time, Nick might just show up <laughs> yeah. and send you home, which he did a lot. <laughs> and then after that, Christina was upset. She like shuffled out the door, pack your stuff, get out of here. And then after that, there's four people left. So it's a very anticlimactic rose ceremony no, to rose figure ceremony. out who's going to hometowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he offered them all roses in the living room of this house. You were upset. I remember that. I believe you. <laughs> okay. I, thought, I believe right. you. I remember there not being a reason. Him not no. being able to give a reason on why he was getting rid of this uh, great girl who seemed like she should be there till the end. I think mostly people were also confused that he kept keeping Corinne, who was so obviously not ready yeah. to get married. But in retrospect. I was a little naive back then. I think now I know <laughs> she's TV gold. So you have to. Yeah, that's a producer's collaboration. Her. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Corinne, what did you make of her segment? Everyone thought she was too immature. The nanny was a fun storyline. She was. She was. Yeah. She was too immature at the time. <laughs> yeah. Probably still is. Based still, on her Zoom call, I'd say yeah. still is. <laughs> she wasn't ready. She's talking. No. The nanny thing, people forget about her nanny, Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the great storylines. Well, the napping. The, the napping nanny. was outrageous. The I think we have a real feel that she I missed mean, a rose ceremony because she, she was sleeping. She skipped a rose ceremony. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure in the moment we are like, it's not that big a deal. But it actually, like, you can stay awake for the rose ceremony. <laughs> she had, in her defense... <laughs> <laughs> she had a rose from a group date, so she That's was just true. like, I'm not going, I'm not which is going actually back. funny. Yeah, any other Corinne memories before we get to the Taylor feud, I suppose? Uh, They're still calling it cheese pasta, which... I don't. I still don't know what it is. I it seems to me like macaroni with fancier mac noodles. With fancier noodles, I think is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, I think no- we had this discussion four years ago and came to no conclusion. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed there. <laughs> no. 
No, she's just a great villain. Nothing's changed. Um, she's, I'll never forget her on this series. She, she was very, very funny in her interviews. Very funny. Now, when it came to the Taylor feud, it was less funny, more a little insufferable on both sides, I'll say. I like feuds where I'm rooting for someone. With the Corinne and Taylor feud, I don't think I cared who went home, which think, always bums me out. I feel like by the end of it, I was team Corinne here because of how condescending Taylor came off. Yeah. And they didn't even show... I. I remember long segments, multiple episodes of these two sitting down and having these conversations where Taylor was just talking down to her. There was a group date where they had a conversation. She was talking like that to Corinne. It was such a feud that you're right. They had a to be continued from that discussion <laughs> to the next episode. Um, and then it, of course, culminated in a two on one date. They did a fabulous job of pitting them against each other from the beginning. So from episode two to episode five or whenever it occurred, they were always hitting on Corinne and Taylor. The two-on-one date in the bayou, the swamp of the bayou, ended up, Nick ended up going with Corinne basically for no reason. What do you remember about that date? Or do you have any comments on that? Taylor was very mad, I think, that she got outwitted by Corinne. (laughs) Uh, No, Corinne eventually... Basically, come tattles on Taylor. Taylor's being mean to me. Lies a little bit, too, but... Lies. Tell some lies. Gotta do what you gotta do, I suppose. Uh, (laughs) And it works. It works. Nick sends her home. Taylor Zoom. You want to talk about that for a long period of time? The Taylor Zoom call? No, I found it... I found it interesting. She made it seem like she got a bad edit and that she was the one being bullied when it's on... It's on tape. People made their conclusions based on how you came off on tape. They showed us the conversation. I think her sticking point was still that Corinne lied to Nick about what... It was a game of telephone. Yeah. And at every point, it was twisted. So Corinne... Taylor said something to Corinne in private. Corinne told Nick an exaggerated version of that. Mm-hmm. Nick heard an exact, an even more exaggerated version, went back to Taylor and said, this is what Corinne said. And by the time it got back to Taylor, it was just like not what late. happened. Yeah. So, and it was too late. So I think that was what stuck in her craw the most is that she felt like it wasn't a fair. She said she got down. bullied though by who? Corinne. How? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't you, want understand. Be honest about, you want me to be honest about my rewatch? It was my least attention-paying Well, that's understandable. That I've had. I, I was mostly listening to what happened. <laughs> Anything else on the Taylor Zoom? Uh, no. When I was looking for headlines of the week, it seems like what she said on her Zoom. That's the big headline? Big headlines. Yeah. I have a quote. She's, okay. ex- ex- or roughly the quote. She's Chris asked about her love life. I think if Chris could take it back that question back he probably would because i don't think there's anyone less uh equipped yeah less equipped to <laughs> handle this very response. uncomfortable he was just like hmm, okay <laughs> moving on <laughs> he didn't know what to say but taylor says she's been quote experimenting and exploring with what kind of relationships she wants to be in including poly type relationships mm-hmm. i think she said love doesn't have to express itself and and the way i took it was 
in the way the Bachelor franchise presents it, which is, I think, why she said all of this, because she wanted to get it on screen on a Bachelor show. By the way, there's more than just hetero relationships in the world. I liked it. Hey. But it did make it did make headlines. Um, I saw her name in the headlines. Uh, multiple stories written about what she said. So, hey. what's the when you search for a headline? What's the spoiler? Uh, is it hard to avoid spoilers? No, right, right at this moment, it always is. But right now, it's not. No, not too bad. Okay. Well, you talking about like Claire season spoilers? No. Yes, a, I didn't see any. Yeah. Okay. Corinne Zoom. Anything on that? She still naps. Still naps has a boyfriend that also naps. Um, Good connection. Yeah, it seems fine. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, interesting comment. She says her dad was the one who basically made her realize that Nick probably wasn't the right choice for her because he couldn't support her lifestyle. He wasn't rich. Of course, yeah, they didn't show rich. that. It, that would have <laughs> Corinne's hometown is one that they probably should have showed on the on the yeah. goat episode. Mm-hmm. That guy was a character. One thing that stood out to me and what kind of sets Corinne apart is she is more straight up about her motivation when she was on the show. She said, I was, you know, I was glad I got the rose on the two on one, but I was, she seemed more pleased that Taylor didn't get the rose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a vindictive yeah. <laughs> Corinne, which I like. Yep. All right. Anything else on that, AB? Nope. All right. Let's take a break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Enthusiasm waning for Riminate B. Maybe it'll pick back up here. Rachel segment. She got the first impression, Rose. My girl, Rachel. AB, you compared that moment. You said you hadn't felt like that since Obama got inaugurated. <laughs> <laughs> the time is a big moment. Uh, like you said, great one-on-one date in New Orleans. I love when the one-on-one dates are interacting with other human beings. Absolutely. At her hometown... She had. They highlighted almost all of her hometown. I think they went to her church. They talked about the nature of their interracial relationship and how it'd be perceived by society. What did you make of what they showed of the hometown and and what you remember from it, AB? I don't remember a ton outside of how uh, awkward he was at the church. Um, but the 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 interracial relationship conversations. Loved him at the time, and I love him. Love the, that they're bringing it up now too. Her dad, unfortunately, was not there. The federal mm-hmm. judge, whom she described as intimidating, 
I th- I think at the time we thought he just doesn't he thinks this show is stupid and doesn't that's, couldn't be there right he actually couldn't be there and he was also I th- he was on her season of the show so do you remember her brother in law I thought her brother in law was a little he had a he had a gaze to him that made me uncomfortable and I felt asked questions that were not his questions to ask but that's um are you talking about you're talking about the the guy with the beard the white guy with the beard yes. Yes, I remember him right away because he tried to steal the show. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> I remember that specifically from the season. They showed a little bit of it. He brother-in-laws shouldn't be asking questions at the sit-down talking, dinner. Frankly. Shouldn't be talking. You <laughs> sit there, you eat your dinner, you enjoy the night. <laughs> it's not your place to ask the questions right here. I'm sorry. It's not. He talked. He spoke more than Rachel's sister. I he feel was like. trying to get an Instagram following. Wow. Bold Didn't statement. Work. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. Rachel eventually told Nick she was falling in love with him. Nick told her he was falling too, but then sent her home at the next rose ceremony. I believe I have that correct. I think she went home third. I think he sent her home to make his final decision easier. I think we all thought that Vanessa was winning this season from the jump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Okay. We didn't no, no one thought that Raven was going to win this season. In I fact, I did not. I, did I didn't not, no. we didn't I if if I remember correctly, we didn't think Raven would even be there at that point. But no. the fact that she was there, I think you're right. He was just making the the choice a little easier. The Tasha and Natasha zoom. Another indicator that this was filmed a while ago. Um what did you make of this discussion about Rachel's importance to the franchise. I believe it. Hey, I see skepticism in your face, Rim, but I believe it. Having a lead that's black could make you think, hey, this franchise, I'll get a fair shake. Going before her, I would have just thought, like, I'm going to go on here and there's no chance at all that I get a fair shake here. Sure. My skepticism is not of anything they said. I just... Whenever this franchise is forced to acknowledge yeah. their issues and diversity and representation, they can't do it without it being embarrassing. Like it's it's just kind of silly almost to watch the host of this franchise for the entirety of it for 20 years now be like remember that time we had a black lead? Like how amazing yeah. was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's just talk about it. it's just kind of cra- it's it's just crazy. To think they're just clumsy with it. They're just consistently clumsy with it, are. I think. Of course they are. Anyway, a few things I were mentioned. Tasha talked about how much Nick embraced Rachel's hometown. And on the other side, how Rachel showed the reality of her life. Didn't change it for the show necessarily. Um, and Natasha said straight up, like you mentioned, if she wasn't the Bachelorette, I would not have gone on the show, which I totally believe. She talks about the shows that she and her friends watched did not include the Bachelor franchise. And my last note is I th- like how Natasha spoke like an outside observer. She referenced the decision to cast Matt James as something you guys did. I think a lot of former contestants really carry the water for the show and would not like saying yeah. you guys did this almost came off like a crit- not a criticism, but it was like, hey, you know. Yeah, on the back type of thing. And a lot of former contestants would not 
say it that way. So I appreciated that. I hear you. I thought it was a good conversation. Natasha was delightful. You want to talk about people that get a fair shake, Reb? Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. yeah no. First and foremost. She was, <laughs> she was funny because she did not hide her disdain for Peter's uh, absurd decisions. Frequent <laughs> yeah. and repeated dis- yep. absurd decisions. She was yep. just like, Peter is totally not ready for this. She was delightful. On the Zoom call and during the season, we had, we liked her. Did she go to Paradise? I don't remember. There hasn't been Paradise. There hasn't season. been a Paradise. Yeah. God, Peter's season feels like years ago. It really it does. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Lots well, happened. Uh, Vanessa segment. Zero gravity date. Also a really good date. Good date. She had a scrapbook from her students. People forget Nick teared up on their first date because he was in love with her. I think obviously <laughs> was, was, should have been a dead giveaway at the time. Anything you remember or want to talk about from the Vanessa segment? AB? No, I just think she was cl- far and away the favorite to win the entire season. Um, and we we knew it. The unfortunate part about Nick and Vanessa is that they never discussed practical matters regarding life outside the show. Chiefly, where, where they're going to live, what country they would spend their lives <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> now, fast forwarding to her Zoom call, she mentions that she did move to America. And they were really trying it, which is more than I thought they did. So that was good yeah. to hear that Nick and Vanessa actually did try. Um, she moved to America to to be with him. Um, and it just didn't work out. So that was, I mean, that was good to hear. I, th- I thought this whole thing was a joke that Nick and Vanessa yeah. would work because they had not talked about where they're going to live. It seemed like she was completely entrenched in Canada he was obviously going the Los Angeles route. Um, didn't seem like it would work at any level. They stayed together longer than I think we expected. They didn't last a year, but I still think that was longer than we expected. I watched after the final rose. They were not in love. No, <laughs> they weren't. They, they talked no. about how they were still getting to know each other, that kind of thing. So I was surprised they stayed together that long, but not surprised they didn't stay. They didn't make it. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, she's moved back to Canada, and I don't... Is think. engaged. Yeah. So, Raven segment. Great hometown. Uh, really fish-out-of-water hometown, almost <laughs> as much as with, with Rachel's, frankly. They were mudding around. Don't forget when they were they were kiss, rolling around kissing in the mud and muck. Swamp. Yeah. swamp water. <laughs> it was like, it was deep enough swamp water mud muddy water to where someone could have drowned <laughs> like raven had to come up for air uh remember her brother was a cop and they had that thing they were up on a grain yeah. bin or something the cop came and got him yep that was funny that was that funny was good yep on her first one-on-one date they didn't show all this raven described in detail lurid detail she uh, described she walking in on, on right yeah. yeah and nick was asking questions they were like dude we don't need <laughs> you don't need the details Raven told Nick she loved him on the night of their overnight date. Also confirmed that if he got on one knee, she would say yes. Mm-hmm. A.B. Raven has given interviews. I've read articles. Apparently, she was had zero interest in actually marrying Nick and told Chris Harrison she couldn't do it when she was walking into the proposal room if he was going to say something. Really? And you remember the whole... Overnight date bit where she the next morning she was dancing yeah, around. Yeah, of talking course about I, I remember that ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
she told she told scene, the the scene they put on. There was like she, bees bees buzzing around no. and flowers and stuff. I swear there were bees. Maybe, maybe. There were there, bees. There were no there were no bees. It was in Finland. It was I was ice cold snow. That's what made it even more ridiculous. She was like skipping around. I remember this room. Okay, maybe you're right. The she pollination. Was, she was skipping around. Listen, it's a funny bit. What upsets me is that the implication was false. Raven said they didn't sleep together. So she played along completely with the production. Yep. This whole storyline. Remember the storyline? Not safe for work. Kids of course years, I remember the storyline. Was that she'd only had one boyfriend and she'd never yeah. had an orgasm, maybe. Yeah, that I was know. like the storyline of their Nick overnight gave it date. To her. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they basically it wasn't an implication. It, in it was. Yeah. They you said, got hit in the face with it. Yeah. And it was false. And I don't like that. I don't like being yeah, played for a fool, as yeah, you know. Yeah, we got played for fools there. <laughs> Spent years believing that. <laughs> anyway, um, related to the fact that she wasn't in love with Nick and didn't want to marry him, Raven, the breakup, it seemed to me that she was almost hiding a smirk, like, thank goodness. He didn't propose. He's not going to propose to me. And that lot was made at the time of how incredible that was that she was so strong while getting her heart broken. Turns out her heart was not getting broken. It was getting yeah. saved. <laughs> Anything on that Raven segment or the Raven Zoo, maybe? Adam came on. Raven and Adam are still together. They said they're supposed to be, they've been, they were supposed to be married three times by now. Uh, Chris's ears perked up as soon as they talked about marriage. You need me to go get my Bible. <laughs> Chris, Chris is, hasn't, officiated for someone in a while and he feels yeah. like nobody forgetting that he has that <laughs> he's like i can a, do it i can do it nobody has a bigger fear of missing out than chris in regards to a bachelor nuptials <laughs> he can't miss it i got nothing else on the raven zoom yeah no, it, absolutely my not. opinion having to delay your wedding three times Give us, give yourself some more slack on the yeah, pushing no. the date out. <laughs> you gotta, you, <laughs> Don't you, delay it like listen. a month. You know, yeah. push it way out. <laughs> push there. it back. We got no. Uh, there's no. There's, there's no end in sight, folks. No end in sight right now. Don't. <laughs> Don't push it back on from, you know, June to July. <laughs> no, that ain't. <laughs> You're not getting any sympathy from me by the third time uh, you pushed it no, out. The you third really time, not. this is a you problem. Yeah, okay? You need to push it out a year. Okay. I hope none of our listeners are in that situation and they've pushed it back three times. I've, I feel well, bad. Well, hopefully we're helping them then. Push it. <laughs> push it out push farther. It way push out it way push out. Push it out. Yeah. A, you got your whole life to get married, Rim. Uh, Vanessa proposal. What'd you think of this? Nick gave it away right away, gave her a huge hug and a kiss on the neck. Uh, don't like when the leads give it away. Just Nick not playing by the rules per usual. Uh, she obviously knew right then that he was keeping her. What did you make of the proposal setting? I thought the worst I've ever was seen. Was it in a barn? Indoors. Where were they? It was like in a kind of cabin. Cabin? It looked like a Cracker Barrel. It just was not... <laughs> So there was no it's long trash. walk. Trash. You literally opened a door, took six steps. It was a t television set. There Where was like they? set lighting Did you say in Finland? Finland. Yeah. They're okay. in Finland the last couple episodes. It's trash. Trash so setting. You, yeah. You pulled up in a car, got out, walked into a 
open the door. Chris was waiting in there. He's like, you ready? And you're like, not really. I don't want to do this. And then he's like, all right, let me get your shawl. And Head on he in. Opens, yeah. And then he opens the other door. Nick's standing there 10 feet away. It's just not a dramatic. And then you're just in a room. Stretch. Probably with an stretch, audience. A bunch room. Of, bunch of people. Yeah. hundred people in the room. Yeah. It was bad. It looked like a sitcom set. You know? <laughs> I need a drone shot of what's you. occurring. I'm with you. I never want to see an indoor proposal again, unless it's in a castle. <laughs> okay. With lighting and open air, like the sept. <laughs> okay. Anything else in the proposal? Uh, on the rewatch, uh, she gave this speech way too polished in retrospect. I think I would be very skeptical of the speech. Maybe if this I heard was it now. me knowing what happened, but I didn't feel the love here from either no. of them. No. We okay. didn't at the time, I promise you. Yeah. We did not at the time. Anything on her Zoom call? No. No. <laughs> I think we already touched on it. The Zoom call. No. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anything on the Nick Zoom? I like Nick now. That's... I like Nick. Yeah. You want me to fine. admit it? I like the guy. Say it. I like Nick. <laughs> I, you need to admit it. Feels it. Good. it feels freeing to yeah. say that I don't I like hate Nick. him. I'm fine with Nick. I'm terrified to listen to our old episodes because I know we, we were... We him. We killed him. We, we bashed him. Nick. Yeah. I'm going to take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't a good lead. That's just it's that. No, simple. that's fine. He wasn't no. a good lead, but I like him. I would. I would not mind. I enjoy his clanking his... a Coors Light with the guy. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and I enjoy listening to him discuss things. You know. Yeah. His commentary. Guy. Yeah, it's good commentary. All right, that's a goat episode. Where would you rate that goat episode compared to the others? Uh. One of my least favorites, for sure, because agree. it's so close. I didn't like the season at the time, and it has been so close to when it aired. I didn't really forget any of it. Well said. <laughs> but it was good to see. You forget about the ba- the the only good thing, really, was seeing the cast that he had. Yeah. And remembering that, that looking, it's good to take note of how good that cast was. All right. Well, that leads me to the. 96 draft. This is for you. We got more stuff coming up, but this is for you, AB, and mm-hmm. maybe five people who listen. Kobe Bryant, 1996 NBA draft. Kobe. That's Rachel Lindsay. Of course. Okay? Yeah. Long career, respected for her cerebral way she approached the game. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful presence. Okay. And one of the Broke goats. Ground in a, one of the goats and inspired a generation. All facts, what I just said. All facts. Uh, Corinne. Allen Iverson. Wow. Small, diminutive, as they would say, controversial. Controversial. Polarizing. One of a kind. (laughs) Bold. Would say stuff with no regard for what you, how you would perceive it. Says what she wants to say. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? We talking about practice, man. And a style icon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay that's good another good one another good comparison in my opinion. two two for two so far uh vanessa steve nash obviously canadian obvious that's that <laughs> clear goes without saying and a winner those are the only two things i have uh christina stefan marbury hmm. tough upbringing could be doing anything in anywhere in the world right now i would not be shocked danielle maltby danielle m this is important danielle m very important Consistent. I'm gonna have you guess this one. Consistent little, little salacious off-screen tabloid event. 
Listen, I don't remember the '96 class well yeah, enough. You do. Yeah, to, you do. Yeah, you do. Not to a boisterous make a personality. Not is. a boisterous personality. Very even keeled, quiet. Ray Allen, obviously. That's a good one. Another good one. Angela. I like that you're saying they're good. <laughs> they're great. These are great. Well, I have to say it. Somebody has to say it. No listener is going to say it. These are I good. I spent way too much these time. I spent good, way too much period. time on these. I was up late last night doing this. And I know you've already lost interest, and this is right up your alley. That's no, how boring I, no, this is. No, I am looking up the draft class. I want to guess oh, in great. my head as. Okay. Go ahead. Angela. Jermaine O'Neal, very slow start to her career, but <laughs> developed into a multi-time all-star. Jermaine O'Neal basically didn't play for the first four years yeah. of his career. Straight out of high school. This was, this was peak high school draftee class. Yeah. She developed into a multi-time all-star on Paradise, had a nice run for a few years, and was involved in some conflicts. Nothing to the level of the malice at the palace, but it, Angela had some <laughs> conflicts. Um, Alexis Waters, Antoine Walker. Okay. Complete character. Even though Christina went with Kentucky, you think I would make Christina Antoine? No, not the case. <laughs> Raven, Derek Fisher. Uh, I think because he went to college in Arkansas, that's it. Whitney Fransway. Do you remember Whitney Fransway? Yeah. Tony Delk. One time, Tony Delk scored like 60 points in a game, <laughs> even though he'd never had tw- like 25 before. Whitney was on Paradise for, I think, one episode, and she was a star. She had that thing with Connor. Tony Delk. Maybe the best one yet. Rip. That's, a good, <laughs> that's a good one. That's uh, good. Lastly, Liz. Well, one thing that didn't show on this GOAT episode, first two episodes were dominated by a woman who hooked up with Nick at Jaden Tanner's wedding. You remember that storyline? Don't remember that at all. Oh, it was overwhelming. Jaden Tanner's wedding, Jaden Tanner's wedding. It's all anybody talked about. This woman named Liz had a one-night stand with Nick at Jane Tanner's wedding, refused to give her to give him her number upon request by Nick, and then came on the show nine months later. It's very suspect. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that. I remember yes. her. Yep. So I compared her to Jeff McKinnis, who is good in college. But all the, all that stuff you got going on, that was before the big show. <laughs> and you're not showing up in the prime time. He sent her home, right? Pretty pretty early because He sent her home at the end of episode two, I believe. Okay. And then had to confess to everyone. Yeah, it was it, it, he. Sh- he would have sent her home on night one if they didn't make her keep her around. He was very turned off by her showing up. All right, AB, that's a great um, period. Thanks, thank you. All right, next week is the final goat episode, Juan Pablo season, and neither of us have watched it. I believe. Nope. I'm gonna watch it start to finish. This has been on my to do list for a long time. I'm a little. People say it's so bad it's good. I'm a little concerned that it's just so bad that it's bad, unwatchable. That's what I'm worried about. So we'll see how that goes. Mailbag update. We did not have a question last week, to my knowledge. But if one person and a few people responded to our discussion about Jason and Molly's after the final row. So I'm going to read that to you and get your reaction, AB. Okay. Katie in New Jersey. Listening to you two guess why Jason was, quote, forced to break up with Melissa on After Their Final Rose, and I know the answer. Oh. I listened to another Bachelor podcast where they interviewed Jason, and he said that the producers were going to offer Molly the Bachelorette unless he agreed to, the, to do the whole thing on camera. Also in this interview, Jason mentions how the show took its time deciding whether to make him the Bachelor since he is Jewish. Oh. And they weren't sure ready, America was ready for that in 2009. 
didn't even cross my mind. Now, you watched the show. Did they mention that he was Jewish at all? Zero times. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, again, a lot of people said they made him do it. I still think he could have accomplished what he wanted to have accomplished without being coerced into doing it on camera. You know what I mean? There's something more there. I think. I don't know. It, it just seems. What did they put a gun to his head? You can't make him br- wait to break up with his fiance <laughs> yeah. on TV and then get with Molly on the in the same night. Feels like he could have done that outside of the show. That's what I think. Yeah. All right, AB. Um, let's wrap up the show by talking quickly about two shows on CBS that we are not recapping. Number one is Love Island. I imagine you haven't watched any of it. I just want to give you an update. It's good. No surprise there. It's not great. What's going on? They're at Dre's, which is where the people on Double Shot at Love work in Las Vegas. It's a Mm. rooftop club, pool club. Being on a Vegas rooftop is not the same as a tropical beach. So it's just not as fun. So they're living in that hotel, but then they're spending most of their time on the rooftop? Yeah. Okay. It's just not as... That alone makes it a notch below What's the, the situation for filming? They did a lot of filming in the bedrooms, and they made a lot out of... You know, that was that was where... If Everybody you paired up with someone, bed. you sleep in the same bed. Is that same still thing. going on? Okay. Same thing. They're not in the actual hotel rooms. They're, they're off in a separate... I mean, it seems to be right off the rooftop. Probably okay. Not. But it's the same thing. The people are hot. Uh, if anyone's watching Love Island. Of course. James, no one has ever had a bigger 180 than <laughs> this guy named James. I mean, I went from thinking James and Moira were going to get married to feeling like security needed to remove James <laughs> for the safety of everyone. I could not. I, I was watching. I'm like, oh, dude, you got to stop. I was very uncomfortable watching James. <laughs> And and spoiler alert, he he's do? gone now. What did he do? Just you know how so they you couple up and then they like New Islanders. Oh, I got a text. I'm you are going on a date with one of the new people downstairs, yeah. and then the other person has to just stay back and like stew over whether or not this that was person James they think they're stewing over it, and he took James it too was, far. Yes, that's okay. a great way to put it. He took it too far, and then when she came back, she was like, "Hey, I kind of you know I'm open to talking with this guy," and he was like. Uh-oh. You know, I was going to talk about what we're going to name our kids. He just, oh, it was no. too much. It was uncomfortable. Oh, no. I don't know how else to describe it. It was uncomfortable yeah. watching the way he handled it. But she gave him the boot, luckily. Um, but yeah, other than that, a lot of... The weird thing about Love Island is it's a very sweet show. It is not as shallow. I, I think it would probably be better if it were more shallow and ridiculous. But most of the time, it's just very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the people on Love Island are just very nice. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, I liked all the people on Love Island one. That's a uh, listen. Good. I want to watch Love Island two. There's just uh, listen. There's not enough time much. in the day, folks. No. All right, AB. Uh, lastly, a lot of lot a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of people are excited that we're both watching Big Brother, and they want you to talk about it. Probably not me, but they want you to talk about it. So I'm caught up. I. This is your first season. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. I don't get it. I feel like a Big Brother expert. Why do you feel that way? 
There's no way you are. I understand the game. I see all the t- no t- way. T- turns coming, Rim, as a, no. as a reality TV. Th- this is the same type of thing as the challenge, except probably... It's way more social-based. Yes. But the games they're playing, the strategies they're using, the alliances they're coming up with, that's all the yeah. same. I see through this type of stuff. It seems way more complicated. It seems to be more layers. It seems everyone's in an alliance. No one says no everyone's, to being an alliance. Everybody is in multiple. There's no. There is no benefit to saying no to an alliance. This is kind of. Can you I see like, why I would be confused. <laughs> I like the show a lot, and there's a lot of, but so much of it is based on who gets the head of household. Yeah, like it's it's such a game changer every single week, which I don't know. They're all in like three or four alliances and that's the way to do it. That's but there's one alliance that I think you want to. How should I say this? The strategy here, Rim, is to be in as many alliances as you possibly can. Okay. But you want to be in a duo. That's your a core duo at the top of the core pyramid. duo at the top of all the pyramids, which is what Cody and uh, is his name Memphis? Is that his name? Cody and Memphis, yeah, but they're that's news to me. No, Cody and Memphis got something behind the scenes going on where they're the top two running this house, okay? Did I miss that or are you surmising that? No, yeah, you missed it if you don't think those two are they called themselves like. I don't know the situation or something. I don't know what they call themselves. <laughs> oh, but that's my other question. Why do they name alliances? It seems to me like everyone's like, "You want to do an alliance?" That's just okay, a fun cool. thing they What's do. The apparently, name? on Big Brother, yeah, that's just a fun thing they do. Um, it's you want to be an alliance and in that duo with someone that you think you can beat at the end. Okay, uh, okay. there's a lot of moving but who's parts also here. A strong Rim. player who can who's, a str- who's a strong player that can also win HOAs. Or H O H O H's. What do you What do you need What do you need me to explain I to you? Rick? I just What do you What Okay, I mean, there's just so many questions I have. For example, the Let's latest hear episode. Them all. Okay. Well, I I don't want to I want to be respectful of your time and the listeners' time. We do not tune in for this. <laughs> <laughs> for example, on the latest episode. Yes. Someone on the previous episode when they evicted Janelle. My girl, oh, that was her, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> okay, come on, I'm ba- I, listen. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> okay, Janelle was my girl, but two or three people voted for Kaser. Yes, to evict Kaser, and apparently everyone was supposed to vote for Janelle. I don't. Anyway, two or three people they don't reveal who voted for who, but now in the wake of that, a couple people, everyone's wondering who voted. For Kaser. And my question is, why does it matter? What's the big deal? Because those someone- people are trying to start some stuff against the big alliance. They're but they not knew voting. that Kaser wasn't going to get evicted. They knew that. So why are they doing it? They're doing it to just mess with people? I don't understand. Yes. Okay. When you got a blind vote like that, and you don't you just feel like you're people. at the top of... You just throw stuff out there to try to break up... These people know who's running the show in these houses. Like, it's Cody and Memphis are running the house right now. So you need to somehow cause some friction with those two. Now, this is an amateur 
Big Brother yeah. player, so I could be all wrong, but this you is just the be. way I see it as a reality TV fan. Uh, they seem to be running the house. Everyone else needs to pick their time to take their shots at those two to get them off the top. Because no one else okay. has the numbers. Okay. What do you think? Who's So, Kaser and David are on the block. Mm-hmm. Kaser seems like the obvious one next to go. He has no connection. He has no he has ties no to anybody. Yeah. No. Do you think that's going to happen? No, well, unless he wins something. Okay. That's, See, that's the other thing. That's the other layer. So you can win immunity. You can the power of Uto, as it's called. Yeah. And there was a safety that's suite too, thing, which is another is it's too much. Eventually, someone not at the top of this of uh who's the H H right now? I can't remember. Oh, the Jersey guy. Yeah. So eventually, someone that isn't one of the core people, like right now, you have a, a you have a core group at the top. It's the Jersey dude, Cody, Memphis, and uh, the beach dude. Yeah, that, yeah. Those that guy's guys, putting on a beach act. Those, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are at the top. Eventually, someone will win the HOH and put two of those top people up at the top. That's the only way something changes in the game. That's the only way to weaken the alliance. Like if yeah, Davon, then all the other people are forced girl, to vote for... Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. That's the only way, but you got to stick around long enough and get through enough... You got to be there to play the games. That's the only way something's going to change in this game. So Kaser had that opportunity. If Kaser had won the head of household, he that's exactly what he would have done. And he could have yeah. flipped the game, but it's the only way for... If you don't have the numbers... Like most of these uh, people don't. So you, right. if you don't have the numbers, you just got to ride with the the main group in the house. Yeah. Eventually that main group is going to have to start picking each other off. And hopefully you've won a HOH before then and took a big shot at the head of that main group. Am I making myself clear here, Rem? <laughs> I feel like I'm talking in circles. <laughs> no, you're not. I feel like I'm more you knowledgeable have tiers, now. You have tiers of the power groups in the house. Most of the... Like, the the confusing thing I'm guessing is like everyone seems like they're in the same alliance pretty much except Janelle and Kaser at the right now yeah like everyone was basically working to get them out of the house eventually they're gonna have to take shots at each other when Kaser's gone you're hoping if you're at the bottom of that group that you can win an HOH or someone else on the same level wins wins an HOH and then you can take a shot at that big group and flip. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. I mean, one <laughs> HOH not going to that top group, it, it's all flipped. Cody's no longer okay. in power. Uh, what did you think of? How does someone acquire power though? That's what I don't understand. I how don't do, know how he came in. <laughs> they're just I nice think, to people. No, I think I think there's people that you consider better competitors at these games. So is it they trust? are more. Is it mostly like I feel like I can? Everyone feels like they can trust Cody. Whoever can put up the veneer of trustworthiness. No, I don't think they okay. trust him. Why would you trust him? It's just weird. I just he's I a Califiori. You don't trust them, those boys. Not <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> just sure. those Califiori boys. But well, the other the other interesting thing is this is an All Star season, so they know each other's games. Mm-hmm. They could study before they came in. This could be completely wrong, but I assume you want to align yourself with someone who you think is a good competitor and Cody seems like he's obviously one of the best competitors yeah. there. Like most athletic seems he's won like 
a bunch of events already. So you want to align yourself with someone that is going to probably be in the power. You don't want to be against them like Janelle and Kaser were. Because as soon as they win, if whoever's winning, that's who you want to be aligned yeah. with. Period. Speaking of competitions, I was surprised that Memphis won that balancing thing. He beat out David. I figured the old guy would crap out sooner rather than later. It didn't happen. <laughs> what do you think of David? The competitions are fun. The competitions, the competitions are, are pretty fun. fun. They're not as um, they're not as physically challenging as I expected. Because when I watched the first episode, they were like, "I got ripped up for this season." I'm like, "Dang, what are you guys?" <laughs> Yeah. Flipping tires out here? What's going on? <laughs> but they're like rolling. It's stuff that people of all ages and genders can participate Absolutely. in on equal footing. So it's not yeah. like you need to be yoked out of your mind. But, you know, it doesn't like help. That, it doesn't hurt, though. It doesn't hurt. Most yeah, of these, hurt. it doesn't hurt if you're athletic. No. Um, what do you think of Dave? I'm a complete novice at this. Mm-hmm. David strikes me as someone who's playing a very bad game. For example, Davon and. Bailey. A Bailey. Davon girl. and Bailey extended to him an olive branch, I think in exchange for a small amount of information. He just refused to give it up. It was David like, David, doesn't... you've got nothing going here. Here's the other thing. The people on the bottom are going to be trying to make side bet, side alliances with the other people at the bottom so they hopefully can eventually flip the power structure. Okay? You uh, follow me? So yeah, Davon yeah, and yeah, Bailey yeah. are at the bottom. <laughs> they have nobody. Okay, so yeah. they're trying to they're kind of cozying up to Kaser and Janelle for a little bit there. If one of them wins, they can flip it and they'll have the numbers. David doesn't seem to realize he's at the bottom of the totem pole, and eventually they're going to just come after you. You can't just you can't just think you're good with that <laughs> top group unless you're like one of the main two. I think he thinks he's better in better standing. Or maybe he thinks he's going to eventually win one of these, which I don't know. Maybe he could. But in his defense, he got sent home night one of his season. So he's never really, he really like never played the game. Right? Well, a little behind the scenes information for you on David. Apparently, (laughs) whatever season he was on, the people that were running the house just kicked off all the black people first. This seems to be a common theme. Like they were just putting up black people against black people and voted them all out. (laughs) And then okay, that's unbelievable. People were, people were obviously pissed, and that's why David's getting it. He's not an all star. He didn't do anything on his I was season. Confused about he that. was eliminated yeah. like first, but because there was some uh, <laughs> your face. <laughs> um, okay. Lastly, I think I, don't I know. could talk Big Brother this, all night. <laughs> it seems like everyone just constantly lies to each other. Is that true? Everyone is con- nothing. I don't trust I anyone. I like how I'm the expert now, and I'm talking like I'm an expert. <laughs> You're very. I feel like I'm an expert too. <laughs> the way he's looking at me is indescribable. Listen, I know the game. You enter me in that house. <laughs> I'm gonna do well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What everyone's me lying is- to each other? Yes, they're lying to each other. Yeah. Nobody. Like for example, uh, I'm trying to think of what that guy's. What's the guy's name who won a season? And he said he Ian. was... I like Ian. Ian. Great guy. He doesn't seem to... He's lying to everybody. Is he? He's... Fr- oh. Yes. That's horrible. He's waiting... <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to stay under the radar by... He's being... He's he's being in he's alliance not with everybody. Any waves. He's not making any waves. He's just laying under the radar, chilling, doing his thing in the house. Eventually, he's going to make a huge move. 
okay? You don't become wow. a Big Brother winner without <laughs> knowing what you're doing there, Rim. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, so everyone's lying to each other. I guess my issue was I was watch. I watched the first like five episodes, and I literally through five episodes, I was like, no clue what's going on. I don't know on. if this show is for me. I don't. Yeah. Not only do I not get it, I just it wasn't. I've tried multiple times. I mean, I've probably tried to watch the first episode of Big Brother like five times. You need someone to explain to you what the hell's going on with all these competitions and the HOHs. So it probably took you that long if no one had told you what this to even figure out what all these competitions are, what's going on. Yeah. There's so much going on, so much different random stuff. And then there's just stuff like. You know, the fun stuff where you have to wear a star for the week or there's, all, yeah. you know. That's fun stuff. I got that. I understood that. Okay, but you <laughs> didn't know if that had anything to do with the game or anything. No. You know. Well, for example, well, you can imagine I spent most of my time trying to keep up because they don't explain it to you as at all. No. As the show goes they on, they, they treat kind it of like do, you're an it's, expert. It's a lot. Exactly. And on paper, it's a boring show. People sitting around in pajamas all day, all day. Doing nothing. <laughs> That's all that the mm-hmm. show is for the most part. But once you are caught up to speed and understand a lot of what you just explained, you could, like you said, you could talk about it all day. It's just an interesting social show. Everyone who's sent us messages talking about Big Brother has made these claims that it's like the best reality show. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, you know. I like it. I like it a lot. It's a little taste of something different. What struck me is that it's three months. If you win, you're in there for three the show's on for three months. Do you understand that? Yeah, I mean, it's only one person leaving a week, so Golly. it gets down to two. We still have like, what are they, 15 two and a half months people left. in there? <laughs> yeah. One a week, so that's, yeah. It's just a long time. Who are your favorites right now? Let me tell you if they got a shot. Great question. <laughs> well, I, 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 I think I have an idea of who... I have an idea of the hierarchy now. It took me several episodes, but I have an idea. Obviously, Cody and Memphis are in good positions. Um, I don't think any women are in great power positions right now, but like you said, that could change. I think Kacern... No, and and they... I think they even kind of... uh, Devon even mentioned that, like, we're getting rid of all the women. This is going to look bad, and I think that, you know, it does. (laughs) That that kind of stuff plays into the... Yeah. Your strategy because these some of the guys instantly click with one another mm-hmm. Cody and Memphis or whoever um, I think the Jersey guy I wish we knew his name I don't he's know in a good spot is actually Cody's number one honestly between those two Memphis and Jersey guy yeah I like Kaser as a person I think he's toast that's why I liked Kaser and Janelle. Those two had a fun thing going. They're just yeah. old friends reconnected in the in the yeah. bachelor house. Haven't seen each other for fifteen years. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird dynamic. Um, I I will say this: I like Bailey on this show way more than I like Bailey on the challenge. I don't know why that is. I think maybe she's just more comfortable. She doesn't have swaggy with her. She's just more herself. It's not as frenetic. It's more of a relaxed environment. Yeah. I like Bailey a lot more. I I think I liked Ian. I think I liked Ian, but he's kind of faded into the background. I'm still... So the interesting thing that someone told me, and this will be something for you to hear, is you screw over so many people that by the end, they do... So do you know how they how how you win? Do you have any idea on no, that? No, I'm, I, I'm so completely eventually there will be that. two people 
And then all the old cast members are like the. I think it might. There's a number of cast members like the most They're recent. The jury are the jury, and they vote. It's just a vote. For all from the season or from other seasons? From that too. season. Okay. So the people you've screwed. So a lot of people screw over all these people and then they just lose like you get second place because all of them don't vote for you so somehow you have to not you have to you have to be at the top for most of the game i think is how i'm picturing it you have to be at the top and somehow not screw people over but you're also at the top getting rid of those people i don't even understand how the last vote really works but mario kart in some iterations of Mario Kart, if you lead the whole time, you're going to get blue shelled and lose. You're going to get blue shelled. So you want to stick around on the two, three, <laughs> yeah. four, and then make your move yeah. at the end. You want to make your move and only screw over a few people so you still have those other votes. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how the rest of the season goes. I, I, I act too. like a... Obviously, I'm just talking to my ass, probably. Yeah. That's but. why... I, well, we love that here. <laughs> um, I... It's I like the it's a nice rhythm to it. It's an hour of low stress TV. I don't know, three four nights a week, whatever. I was gonna say that's what those video clips are when someone gets evicted. You say nice things about them because that matters. Mm-hmm. That's part of the game too, which I didn't know until just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta now. remember that. Until I had no idea. Now. I had no idea how they decided winners. I thought America voted or nope. something. America votes on who is the. America's I can't remember what the America's term is. favorite America's favorite or something and they get a, a fat check but they're not the Ooh. winner that person that America has no say on who wins the actual season what a show man what a show I could see myself being a fan for life I really can <laughs> people were right people were right it's a great show for super fans because they have there's content 24 literally 24 7 you can consume big brother stuff you can the, yeah the live, the live feeds, feeds and all that i've i've stumbled into a live feed i started cbs all access me too to watch the challenge <laughs> uh yeah. and i've stumbled into some live feeds it's seems boring <laughs> they are a lot more curse words than you'd think <laughs> wow i heard cody and the jersey guy talking <laughs> That's just the one I stumbled upon. I just clicked it. I didn't know what was going on. They happened to be having a conversation. Locker room talk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how people watch that, though. I just don't understand. The chances that you're going to catch something good in those live feeds that are going on 24-7 seems remote to me. No, but but people watch stuff, do stuff on the internet now. That's a big... That's like the future of our economy is watching other people live their daily lives. Yeah. Um, All right. So, quick, quick Big Brother discussion. Do you have anything else, AB, about The Bachelor? Is the Rose cast after all? No, I'm very excited for just an actual season um, to get going here. You are telling me. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you later. on a budget we still deserve nice things 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com